Hi, welcome to another insightful moment on the Pen Minds Book Club. It's always interesting to be here. I am Victoria Allwell. Yes, we're gonna have another cool time here. And if you're just joining us for the first time and you're yet to understand what the book club is about, it's basically everything books. From book reading to book reviews to book writing, book editing, book publishing and promotions. We are involved in everything books and we are happy to partner with you to help you get your books rolling in 2022. Whether you want to write a book or edit a book or simply learn how to publish and promote your books, we are here for you. Simply partner with us. You can send a DM via the back channel and I'll be excited to attend to you. On today's session, right here on the Pen Minds Book Club, we will be continuing with the book, 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. In last week, we looked at the fourth part of chapter one as well as the introduction page and it was mind-blowing, learning from the insights of people and as well as learning from the insight of or principles shared by John C. Maxwell. There's so much more to learn on this book and as we journey on, we are excited to let you know that we are open to you taking your pen and book to pen down insights, questions and perhaps topics for discuss as we read on. Today we'll be looking at the second part of chapter one and we'll be sliding on to a part of chapter two. I'd like you to take time to pen down insights, questions or contributions. This is going to be a fun time. So get ready to be part of it actively. Thank you. The second part of chapter one, making the transition to intentional growth. The sooner you make the transition to becoming intentional about your personal growth, the better it will be for you. Because growth compounds and accelerates if you remain intentional about it. Here's how to make the change. Ask the big question. The first year that I engaged in intentional personal growth, I discovered that it was going to be a light-term process. During that year, the question in my mind changed from how long will this take to how far can I go? That is the question you should be asking yourself right now. How far can I go? Not that you'll be able to answer it. Well, we'll find out. I started this growth journey 40 years ago and I still haven't answered it. But it will help you see the direction and set the direction, if not the distance. Where do you want to go in life? What direction do you want to go? What's the farthest you can imagine going? Answering those questions will get you started on the personal growth journey. The best you can hope to do in life is to make the most out of whatever you've been given. You do that by investing in yourself, making yourself the best you can be. The more you've got to work with, the greater your potential and the farther you should try to go. 
As my dad used to say to me repeatedly when I was a kid, to whomever much is given, much shall be required. Keep growing your best so you can become your best. Do it now. Now that is the second transition to intentional growth. You have to do it now. In 1974, I attended a seminar at the University of Dayton where W. Clement Stone spoke on the subject of having a sense of urgency. Stone was a business tycoon who had made his fortune in insurance. His session was titled, Do It Now. And one of the things he told us was this, before you get out of bed every morning, say do it now 50 times at the end of the day before you go to sleep the last thing you should do is say do it now 50 times i'm guessing there were about 80,000 or 8,000 people in the audience that day but it felt like it was talking to me personally i went home and for the next six months i actually followed his advice the first thing every morning and the last thing before I went to sleep. I repeated the words, do it now. It gave me a tremendous sense of urgency. The greatest danger you face in this moment is the idea that you will make intentional growth a priority later. Don't fall into that trap. Recently, I read an article by Jennifer Reed in Success. She wrote, can there be a more insidious word later as in I will do it later or later I will have time to write that book that's been on my mind for the past five years or I know I need to straighten out my finances but I will do it later <laughs> later is one of those dream killers I mean, one of the countless obstacles we put up. We derail our chances of success with the work. Later, the diet that starts tomorrow, the job hunts that happens eventually, the pursuit of the life dream that begins someday, combined with other self-imposed roadblocks and lock us on autopilot. Why do we do this to ourselves anyway? Why don't we take action now? Let's face it, the familiar is easy. The uncharted path is lined with uncertainties. By starting to read this book, you've already begun the process. Don't stop there. Keep taking more steps. Pick a resource that will help you grow and begin learning from it today. Face the fear factor. Now that is point three. You have to face the fear factor. I recently read an article on the fears that will keep people from being successful. The following five factors came into play. Fear of failure. Fear of trading security for the unknown. Fear of being overextended financially. Fear of what others will say or think. Fear that success will alienate peers. Which of those fears most impacts you? For me, it was the last one. 
alienating my peers. By nature, I'm a people pleaser and I wanted everyone to like me. <laughs> But it really doesn't matter which fear affects you the most. We all have fears. But here's the good news. We also all have faith. The question you have to ask yourself is, which emotion will I allow to be stronger? Your answer is important because the stronger emotions wins. I want to encourage you to feed your faith and starve your fear. Feed your faith and starve your fear. Four, change from accidental growth to intentional growth. People tend to get into ruts in life. They get in an easy groove and they don't try to break out of it. When it's even taking them in the wrong direction, they go further in it. After a while, a while, they just get by. If they learn something, it's because of a happy accident. Don't let that happen to you. If that's the attitude you've developed, then you would do well to remember that the only difference between a rat and a grave is the length. How do you know if you have slipped into a rut? Take a look at the differences between accidental growth and intentional growth. Accidental growth, accidental growth tells you to plan to start tomorrow. Intentional growth insists on starting today. Accidental growth waits for growth to come. Intentional growth takes complete responsibility to grow. Accidental growth learns only from mistakes. Intentional growth often learns before mistakes. Accidental growth depends on good luck. Intentional growth relies on hard work. Accidental growth quits early and often. Intentional growth preserves long and odd. Accidental growth falls into our bad habits. Intentional growth fights for good habits. Accidental growth talks big. Intentional growth follows through. Accidental growth plays it safe. Intentional growth takes risks. With accidental growth, you can think like a victim. But with intentional growth, you think like a learner. While accidental growth makes you rely on talent, intentional growth relies on character. Accidental growth stops learning after graduation. Intentional growth never stops growing. Eleanor Roosevelt, Roosevelt said, One's philosophy is not best expressed in words. It is expressed in the choices one makes. In the long run, we shape our lives and we shape ourselves. The process never ends until we die. And the choices we make are ultimately our own responsibility. If you want to reach your potential and become the person you were created to be. You must do much more than just experience life and hope that you learn what you need along the way. You must go out of your way to seize growth opportunities 
as if your future depended on it. Why? Because it does. Growth doesn't just happen. Not for me. Not for you. Not for anybody either. You have to intentionally go after it. And remember, one's philosophy is not best expressed in words. It is expressed in the choices one makes. In the long run, we shape our lives and we shape ourselves. Elena Roosevelt. Now you have to apply the law of intentionality to your life. In the next session, we will be learning a few things to apply from chapter one. But I have one question to ask you. Which is, which of the gaps discussed in chapter one have caused you to negle neglect growing the way you, you should or could perhaps have grown? The assumption gap, the knowledge gap, the timing gap, the mistake gap, the perfection gap, the inspiration gap, the comparison gap, the expectation gap. Which one has stopped you from growing? Remember that the assumption gap said, I assume that I will automatically grow. The knowledge gap is on the place of not knowing how to grow. The timing gap always says it's not the right time to begin. The mistake gap is too afraid of making mistakes. And of course, the perfection gap always finds the best way before it starts. <laughs> the inspiration gap never feels like doing it except by inspiration or motivation. The comparison gap feels other people are better. The expectation gap always expects it to be easier. Which one stops you or has over time stopped you from growing? We would like to take your questions, your insights, or contribution at this time before we move on to chapter two. Get ready for more fun. <laughs>